It was a rough weekend for the Minnesota Wild as they look to get back on track starting on Tuesday. We take a look at the games against the Hurricanes and the Panthers, preview what's coming up this week, and more on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. Just a reminder, you can find Locked On Wild on your favorite podcast platforms absolutely free of charge. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, Alex Micheletti joins us to recap a couple of tough losses for the Wild against the Hurricanes and the Panthers. We'll talk about our level of concern considering what we saw over the last couple of games and look ahead to what's coming up here the rest of the week. And we'll also talk about what went down with Bruce Boudreau in Vancouver. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, and joined, as mentioned, by Alex Micheletti. No victory, Micheletti Monday, because Wilds got uh, beaten by the Florida Panthers over the weekend. Alex, adding into what happened against the Carolina Hurricanes and the play of the team in general, um, even though they were able to beat the Washington Capitals, even though they were able to beat the New York Islanders. How concerned are you about these trends that continue to pop up for this team that we're now seeing lead to losses with a very tough schedule coming up uh, at home in the month of February? What's your level of concern at right now? Yeah, I'm getting there. Uh, You know, out of a 10, I would say like a six ish. Um, I don't know. Uh, they are like, like you said, they, they are winning some games, not playing their best, which in this day and age is, 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 you know, is really interesting. Um, a lot of, uh, undisciplined hockey too, which, um, that's going to hurt you as you get closer to the end of the year. And, uh, you know, if this team makes the playoffs that they can't, you know, they can't do a list, you know, and it'd be a very quick exit. So, um, yeah, they're just, uh, <laughs> I don't know. They're kind of in a funk. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they need their leadership group to get them out of it. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. This is a huge, uh, huge week coming up for them. And like you said, uh, you know, after that, the stretch gets extremely, extremely tough. So yeah, we'll see if they can fight through some adversity here. Oh, well, and now you've got this Matt Dumba situation that yeah. is kind of hanging over this team, and Dumba didn't play either against the Hurricanes or against the Florida Panthers, and so now it's I, – I would imagine he'll play against the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, but we don't really know. Alex Goligoski has been fine in, in his place, and um, Lou Nanny was talking about it during the broadcast – against the Panthers is he just he seems like he's more attentive seems like he's a little more alert out there on the ice and more (laughs) aware of what's going on so I don't know who comes out 
for Dumba, but it's obvious that the team, not only with that, but with frustration of not being able to score goals. I mean, look at what happened to Ryan Hartman against the Panthers in just getting frustrated by a call and going after an official to the point that he got a uh, a misconduct penalty. The Panthers ended up scoring on uh, on that power play, and then Hartman goes and he fights uh, uh, Smith, I believe it was, for the Panthers uh, right off the draw, ends up getting the uh, the fighting major. There's a lot of frustration for this team right now, coupled with just some weird roster scenarios. And honestly, I don't really know how to fix any of it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they have some really interesting decisions, uh, you know, to make here. And, uh, you know, Matt Dumb is a very popular teammate within the locker room. So uh, I'm sure that that doesn't help. Um, you know, I'm sure, you know, his teammates are upset. And then, you know, you have Jordan Greenway, who uh, <laughs> has, you know, um, ruffled some feathers. And I'm sure the sure uh, Dean is not happy with him. And no, we know Garen's probably not happy with him either. Um, you know, you can't uh, just, you know, oversleep for meetings and then miss, miss, a, miss a key game like uh, he did when they played the Blues. Um, and so, you know, I'm sure he's on the trading block as well. And so... You know, it's it seems like, you know, when they made the the Ryan Reeves trade, that was the perfect timing, and it seems like you know another move needs to be made, um, uh, you know, to you know to get uh, you know a morale boost again. Yeah, and it's right on the heels of. I'll, I'll just read through that stretch because this is what's coming up for the Wild here in the month of February, and it is a gauntlet even all the way into March so you have uh, the games that we'll talk about here in a little bit coming up this week Tampa Bay Philly at home Buffalo at home on Saturday you then go to Arizona on Monday the 6th after that listen to this at Dallas then home against Vegas New Jersey Florida Colorado Dallas Nashville the Los Angeles Kings you play two games against Columbus, but a game against Toronto. You host the Islanders. You host the new-look Vancouver Canucks. You play a home-and-home home with Calgary. And then you go to March 8th when you play the Winnipeg Jets. If this team continues to do the things that they have been doing over these last handful of games with turnovers, with just really, really bad penalties and with the lack of being able to uh, sustain presence offensively and score goals, that is a stretch that can have you from in the playoff picture as they are right now to squarely out of it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we got a Colorado team that uh, is is starting to get healthy, um, and they're one point behind the wild now. Um, so, you know, that's that's a team that's, gunning for for third place in the cent you know in the central division there um they probably are a little bit too far behind to catch uh, dallas and winnipeg but they're a team that's you know they're right there they're ready to pounce um and so you know they're gonna be fighting fighting it out with them uh you know calgary's right there too and so yeah it's it, it's it's starting to really tighten up here um and you know, they can't, um, they can't always rely on the goaltending. Um, you know, the offense has to step it up here um, and they have to stay out of the box. Um, they're taking way too many, you know, dumb penalties. 
the too many men penalties are continuing somehow. Yeah, we saw it continue again this week. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, they're gonna pass Arizona here soon too. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> that's something you don't want to be proud of. That's for sure. No. And it just, every mistake, every turnover, every penalty, it's just all so Magic. magnified this season because you don't have the offense to be able to overcome all of that. You give up two power play goals and, you know, in previous seasons last year, you would be able to score five goals and say, Hey, no big, no big deal. Uh, they're not doing that this year. And so there's going to be some guys that need to step it up. And uh, those guys are the ones that uh, that we've mentioned. You know, Hartman needs to step it up. Greenway needs to step it up. And at this point, I think you just, whichever defenseman is giving you the least, whether that be, say, John Merrill, whether that be even Addison, and I don't like saying that because I'm not a huge fan of uh, of the idea of, of putting a rookie on the bench. But you just – I get tired of the just rolling with the same lineup that happens all too often with this team is, well, we're scuffling, and so instead of making just some little tweaks, we're just going to roll the lineup out there until uh, until things right themselves. And it's it's not working. Yeah, it's it's extremely frustrating, and um, you know you see see the teams right around them are you know having a lot of success. Teams we didn't even think were going to be you know maybe in the playoff race are leading divisions. You know, um, it's it's wild. Uh, Dallas just seems to be on a heater. Winnipeg on a heater. Colorado, like I mentioned, uh, you know, starting to get healthy. Um, so the wild, they need just flat out need to play better. Um, you know, and, uh, it's going to take a lot of, uh, looking in the mirror and, uh, you know, there's, there's guys that are getting paid a lot of money that need to step, step it up. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see, you know, Matt Foley just got his new contract. And so, uh, when you're, uh, making there, you're going to have a $49 million contract, uh, the wild expect, uh, you know, point per game type of guy. Um, so you know, we'll see if he's up to the task. You know, he had a couple goals this past week. Uh, yeah, but they're going to need him. <laughs> and because, you know, that Krill, um, Zuki line, uh, they can't be expected to, you know, you know, bring, you know, bring it every single night. Um, they're going to need help. Yeah. It, it, they need to get that second scoring line going, um, and if it's not going to be bringing a guy like Sammy Walker back up to bring that jolt, bring that speed, mm-hmm. they're going to have to find a different way to do it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, there is a full slate of games this week, which we will discuss as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are here, and we are really excited about our new sports betting partner, for Locked On, because they are the number one sports book in America. That is, of course, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, even better. There are so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today and get $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. 
FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Taking a look at the NF, uh, the NFC and AFC Championship games, the odds just out. The Eagles, two-and-a-half-point favorites. The Kansas City Chiefs open as one-and-a-half-point favorites. Give me the underdogs in both of those instances. And if you are feeling a similar way, you can again head to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Don't miss out on your chance to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, when you place your first $5 bet. Again, at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wilds, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wilds your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Locked On NHL podcast to get the full lowdown on everything going on throughout the NHL. Locked On NHL is available on all of your favorite podcast platforms absolutely free of charge. Continuing today's episode, Seth Topol joined by Alex Micheletti. And uh, Alex, let's take a look at what we have coming up for the Wild here over the um, the next few games. And uh, we'll start with the game against the Lightning on Tuesday. Tampa Bay coming off of a uh, loss against the Flames, so they're going to be upset and looking to uh, to get back into rhythm. Probably not going to see Brian Elliott again. <laughs> going to be Andre, Vas- Andre Vasilevsky. Oh, and probably also going to be some sort of uh, opportunity to honor uh, Steven Stamkos for his uh, 500th career NHL goal. So going to be a lot of fireworks in Tampa Bay, and uh, that is a very tough way to uh, start off the week. Yeah, I mean, you're you're playing against a team that's been in the Stanley Cup, you know, past couple seasons. So, uh, and like you said, we can't, uh, uh, <laughs> they can't rely on having backup Brian Elliott uh, and have and Vassy be sick this time. So, um, <laughs> good luck, good luck. I mean, uh, it's uh, you know, playing against uh, Stammer and uh, and Kucherov and just the it, the names are endless on that team, and so. Um, you know, it's going to probably be uh, a high scoring game. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, and they want revenge from the last time they played the wild and that game was on national TV too. So they, they'll, they're, they're going to want to take it out on the wild. Um, and so, yeah, some interesting lineup decisions. Hopefully Marcus Felino is back in the lineup uh, too, because he was missed. Um, and, uh, it's, yeah, we'll, be, we'll see. It's, <laughs> we'll see if, you know, if they can get a win, it's going to set up the rest of the week very, very well because, you know, um, I don't think the Pullman's after that are, are as good as this Tampa Bay team. So. No, and it starts then with the Flyers on Thursday, and Philadelphia got off to that great start uh, to start the season. They have not been playing at that same level since, but they're still, you know, they, they got a great goalie performance from Carter Hart. Uh, in their most recent game, or kata hot, as I like to call him. <laughs> uh, but they're still, you know, they're under 500 on the season. And so um, th- that one is going to be one, much like the games against the Ducks, much like the games against any of the other teams, 
that the Wild should beat. If they mess around, they don't bring that A game, it's going to be tougher than it should be. Yeah, I mean, uh, this this Philly team, a uh, lot of controversy with them. And, uh, you know, Torts is, uh, you know, just you know, doing crazy things left and right, taking the iPads off the <laughs> off the bench. Yeah, and just this crazy, uh, you know, when you look at the schedule, this is, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, a, a game where you should get the two points um, and don't even make it go to overtime or a shootout. Um, and, you know, Philly has so many injuries, uh, so many big names that are, that are out. Um, you know, you, you, Sean Couturier, just the, you know, Cam Atkinson, the names go Ryan Ellis, the names go on and on of, of, of big, you know, big guys that they miss. Um, and so, it's a team that's not going to make the playoffs. And so you, you got to take advantage. Um, and I'm sure Philly will shoot themselves in the foot multiple times and give you a lot of, you know, power play chances. And so take advantage, get, get those two points and, 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 you know, try to sweep the week, which would be, you know, something else. They finished with the Buffalo Sabres and uh, we saw the Sabres a few weeks ago in Buffalo a game in which the uh, the Wild were trying to close out. They couldn't and uh, ended up losing a very tough offense. And much like the uh, much like the Panthers game, you know, not a team that is really super strong defensively, but it's a situation, too, where this Wild offense then is going to potentially have to try to play catch-up with that type of offense, which is just asking for trouble. Yeah, I mean, they... Uh... They're a hard team to figure out. They, they, you think they would be so much better, but uh, you know, I think they're they're still a defenseman or two away. Um, and then goaltending, they do have a couple guys uh, in waiting um, in college hockey and uh, Levi from Northeastern and uh, Portillo from Michigan, who I saw this weekend, who was phenomenal. Um, another huge goalie, six six. It's <laughs> goalies just seem to get bigger and bigger, but. Uh, um, you know, and then you got Tage Thompson, who's uh, looking like a future MVP type player. And Alex Tuck always wants to to play well against against the Wild, and uh, you know Casey Middlestad. So, um, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of familiar names uh, when they play Buffalo. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a tricky week, but I think you I think you said it perfectly in that mm-hmm. if they can get off to a good start, play well against the Lightning, that'll set things up for the rest of the week. If not. <laughs> yes it could get real yeah real dicey and then you see people pointing fingers at each other and you never want that no we we don't need that um hopefully the you know they had um as kevin gorg mentioned the dads were on the uh the, the florida right. trip so hopefully that Good was an opportunity boost. exactly just to kind of get everybody get everybody back where they need to be take some of the pressure off and uh, they'll just have to uh, come out swinging against the Lightning on Tuesday. Uh, I wanted to finish with talking about the entirety of the mess that was the Vancouver Canucks and how they handled the final few weeks of the Bruce Boudreaux tenure. So we'll talk about that as we finish today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product I use 
every single day of the week. I started taking AG1 because it simplifies your vitamin and supplement routine. All you need is one delicious scoop of AG1, and you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Plus, AG1 is lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it's a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thanks for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Seth Topol joined by Alex McLeddy and Alex Rick Tockett, the newest coach for the Vancouver Canucks. And as a lot of uh, a lot of the media that cover Vancouver put it, the worst kept secret in the NHL this year. Uh, Vancouver evidently made this decision like a month ago and just decided to let Bruce Boudreaux kind of walk the plank, uh, leading to just this bizarre moment in which his final game as coach of the Canucks, the team is losing, and yet the fans are all in unison cheering for Boudreaux. Whether or not the entire situation in Vancouver was his fault is one thing. I mean, it was a... flawed roster he was brought in to try to kind of get the most out of it get a jolt and get them into the playoffs it's not all on him and I understand that the easiest move for a team to make is to fire the coach but there has to have been a better way to handle this than Vancouver leaking the fact that they were talking to Tockett making him answer, making Boudreaux answer all these questions from the media about his job status on almost a daily basis, and then just basically letting everybody put the pieces together to where, hey, this is going to be the final weekend that he's coach. Just a disaster. Yeah, he was in a lose-lose situation. I mean, uh, you know, and this, you know, it's it's horrible for Rick Tockett too because he comes into a situation where the fans aren't going to be happy, you know, um, and uh, it's just you know one on one of bad, uh, you know, general man, you know, managing, um, you know, when when Thatcher Demko got hurt, you knew that team was in extreme trouble because they had no no backup, uh, you know, ideal backup or anybody in the minors, um, and so when you don't have a goaltender then things can snowpile as we can, as we've seen. Uh, and, uh, you know, they had JT Miller with, uh, nightly tantrums that didn't help. You know, he's a part of your leadership team. Uh, they can't figure out the bull Horvat, Horvat 
contract situation. So now they have to trade their captain. When you're trading your captain, you know, that's that's just bad news bears. Um, and so this is all thrown at Bruce uh, unfairly. Yeah, Mike Yo there too, who stays on somehow. I don't know. <laughs> that makes no sense. They can't even they can't even do firings correctly. So they they keep they keep a couple guys there. Like what from the previous co- coaching staff isn't in their minds isn't the coaching staff the issue? So why don't just go full clean house? That makes no sense. Um, you got Rutherford, who's not even the GM, talking. You know, and then he says, "Oh, I screwed up too. I shouldn't be publicly talking." but he still did it anyways. Uh, it's just, you know, uh, Rutherford, this isn't the newsflash. This isn't the Pittsburgh Quint- Penguins, you know? Um, so, you know, this, this team isn't as good. They're extremely flawed. I don't know how, if you're a pending free agent, um, that you would want to go to that organization if that's how they're going to treat their coach, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it's tough. Um, <laughs> No one's winning here, I don't think. No, and you've got, like, not only the Horvat situation, you've also got Brock Besser, you've got Elias Pettersson. He's not happy. (laughs) No, and the thing I think that makes this such a bizarre situation is the JT Miller element of it, is you have him just melting down on the bench almost on a nightly basis, and his teammates just, sitting next to him reacting and they're like oh boy so it it is really going to be it's going to have to be a full scale teardown which leads to then questions of and I saw this speculated on Twitter more than a few times like was this the only opportunity that Tockett had or would there have been another opportunity he could have gone to to where he wasn't coming in as their like as they're basically like ripping everything out to square one. But I don't know. It's, it's a mess. I feel bad for Bruce, but at the end of the day, it is a business. And so the, him being fired was, I guess, not the surprise. It's just, it goes back to, yeah, it just goes back to being like a human being. When you handle these things, there was no need for any of that stuff to leak. They could have simply gotten to a point where they felt like they had gotten the most out of the roster under Boudreaux and just just relieved him of his duties. Just clean and just do it that way. I, it was like three days ago that he wasn't at practice, and so everybody just assumed that that was when it was going to happen to the point that his wife even had tried to get a hold of him and asked if he had been let go, and he's like, no. Like it just, it just is as big of a nightmare as it possibly could have been. I mean, and they had goons in the stands taking signs away from fans saying we support Bruce. You know, that's, that's bad. Like what, what are we doing here, guys? What are we doing? You know? And, uh, you know, uh, the lasting image will uh, be of him looking into the, crowd just taking in the moment and him crying it was like oh my god goodness you know it's uh it makes you realize too that you know it's a business but it's also you know human like you like you said um it's uh it it was a tough tough way 
uh, to go out for sure for him. Um, and the Canucks have a long ways to go to rebuild uh, uh, relationships. That's for sure. Yeah, it's it's going to be a long process. I do wonder if that is the end for Boudreaux as a coach, or if he finds maybe one more opportunity uh, to be the uh, the bench boss. I know one that I had seen thrown out was the Ottawa Senators because the Senators are just they they are a mess and they've got a they got a bunch of talents it's just that they maybe need somebody to help kind of lead them on the way there so maybe that could be a spot I also saw Calgary suggested because <laughs> I I had not checked in on Flame, Calgary Flames Twitter in a long time <laughs> but boy they are not having a good time with Daryl Sutter right now no, uh, it's, uh, you know, he's kind of the last of his type of, uh, coach. Um, you know, uh, you know, if you're a young guy, that, that's a tough situation to, to start, start in, you know, uh, you know, they asked Daryl the other, other night, uh, about, you know, one of his rookies making his NHL debut and he didn't even know his number <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, it worked. It worked for Winnipeg getting a, a veteran coach there and Rick Bonus. Um, uh, but it seems it, it's tough. You know, especially at Bruce's age. I don't know if he wants to put himself in that type of situation again after being fired a couple times in a row like yeah. that and in really tough situations. Because I I I don't think he thought when he got fired here he should have been fired. Um, and so. Yeah, it's he's had a couple of raw deals in a, in a row, um, and you know at this point, you know I threw out there, you know, I thought he did a really uh, nice job when he was on NHL Network there for a bit, um, and you know the iron the the funny thing would be if TNT were to hire him, <laughs> he just he just takes Rick's open spot there at, at the desk, you know I know they have they've had. Uh, Keith Yandel uh, on there a couple times and he's just been phenomenal. Um, uh, you know, when he goes on there too, when biz is out, but uh, uh, yeah, it'd be, it, uh, the, the game needs Bruce's personality still. Um, you know, he's, he's a character. Um, he's beloved by everybody in the league. Um, and so I, I hope, I hope he bounces back on his feet, um, you know, or scouting something. I, he needs to be in the NHL. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully he does. We'll uh, we'll keep an eye on it with the fact that he you know was a former coach here. So obviously there's that Minnesota tie. We'll keep an eye on it. All the best to uh, Bruce and uh, yeah Canucks. Don't do that again. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Wild. So now that your first listen of the day is done, hop over to the Locked On NHL Prospects show to get the full lowdown on all of the biggest names that will be part of the 2023 NHL draft, as well as organizational prospect rankings, too. Locked On NHL Prospects is available on all of your favorite podcast platforms absolutely free of charge. Just like Lockdown Wild, so make sure you follow us on all of your favorite podcast platforms, on YouTube, on Amazon Music, on any social media platform as well. We are just about everywhere there is to keep you as up-to-date as possible as we can on the Minnesota Wild. We've got new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Lockdown Sports Podcast Network.